I really want to normalize talking about all the things that we can do to take care of our bodies holistically before we have to take that next step. If you are working hard to fit wellness into busy mom life, but often find yourself feeling overwhelmed or maybe even a little discouraged, you're in the right place. This podcast is for any mom who wants to care for herself along with her family so she can show up as the best version of herself. Being a mom should not mean that we have no time to care for ourselves or ignore our own health. I'm here to help you stop putting yourself last, reconnect with yourself, and find some confidence along your wellness journey. So join me along the way for practical tips, clarity, and some fresh perspective. I'm Danica Mills, and this is Nourished. Here we are again, at that time of year, cold and flu season. We all know it, we are all in it right now, and just about everywhere you look, you're seeing things that have to do with it, right? Every time you go into the store, that's what's right in front of you, right when you walk in, or like on the end caps of stores. Um, I know right when I walk into Costco, it's like the first thing I see is all of the vitamins and medicines and supplements and things that you can do to help get you through cold and flu season. It's all over TV. It's all over everything right now. And then, of course, you were all going through these cycles of getting sick or we know people who are co-workers and kids at school and everyone, right? So it's kind of everywhere right now. It's at the forefront of our minds. And so that's why today that's what we're going to be talking about, because while there is a place in the world for medicine and supplements, there's also plenty of things that you can do that will naturally and holistically support your immune system. And I don't feel like we talk about those things enough. We do often put a lot of focus on getting better after we're sick and what we can do to get through the sickness once we have it, or even stocking up on things that will help us get through these sicknesses quicker whenever they they do come on, right? We want to be ready for those things with with medicines and over-the-counter type of things. But We don't often enough talk about all of the ways that we can support our entire immune system and help support our bodies do what they do best and what they already know what to do to let our immune systems do their thing. So in today's episode, I really want to talk more about empowering you and your own body to do the things that it wants to do naturally. And there's plenty that we can do before we ever get sick, while we're sick, um, and really not just at this time of year, but all year long. Your immune system is working 24-7, 365. And even though it's at the forefront of a lot of people's minds right now, because we're kind of in that time of year, it's always working and it always needs our support. So we're going to talk about some ways that you can support yourself and help your body out a little bit during this time. None of this is to say that I am against taking medicine or using medicine or supplements in order to support ourselves. I just also know that there's so much more that we can do than to just like running to the pharmacy to stock up on these things. And unfortunately in our society, that is something that is really made to be the solution to these types of things. And we don't put enough attention on what we're already capable of doing and the things that our body naturally does. So, um, that's really the whole point of this episode is to enlighten you with that information and to empower you and also spread the word about that, start that conversation. I really want to normalize talking about all the things that we can do to take care of our bodies holistically before we have to take that next step. Okay, so like I mentioned, 
we typically, a lot of us only really think about our immune system when we're sick, right? But our immune system is one of those things in our body that is working all of the time. It's working all year long and we don't really think about it that much, right? Unless we kind of need to. So, um, but it is always doing its job, even when we're not paying attention to it. It keeps us healthy and safe from dangerous invaders and it has to vet out everything that we come in contact with every single day. That's a pretty big job. So it's really important to keep our immune system strong and healthy and happy all the time so that it can do its job to keep us safe and healthy. Aside from it just being the typical yearly cycle of cold and flu season that kind of just happens, right? It's just, it's normal. Happens every year. We're all kind of ready for it and know that it's going to be a thing. We don't really think much of it. But I want to bring something up that I feel like is really important when we're talking about all of this. And I don't think it's something that we typically think of or have conversations about. And so I feel like we need to have that conversation. So we're going to have it here today. And I want to make this point to you before we continue. Let's think about the kind of things that change in our eating habits and our behaviors from October through January. Do you feel like your habits change at all from this time versus the rest of the year? Yeah, most of us do. It's the holidays and we've also just come off of a summer break and getting back into our routine and getting back into school and getting back into busyness and a time change and and several major holidays for a lot of us. The weather's changing. We're typically indoors more often than we were. Um, we just came off of, you know, a summer where most of us spend a lot of time outside. The days are longer, so we have more opportunity to get outside, get that vitamin D, be active, get fresh air. And, you know, then we get back into schools and we don't spend as much time outside and exploring and we get busy and so we don't prioritize those things. School activities and extracurriculars start to pick up. The busier we get, the more stressed out we get. The less time we're probably spending on cooking and putting together healthy meals. Then we have the holidays to think about. We just came off of Halloween. That's a big candy-oriented holiday. We're working up to our next big food-focused holiday that can be also stressful for a lot of us. You know, you got the stress from the holiday and then you got other stress that typically comes along with holidays as well. Then we have this whole Christmas season where there's a lot of differences and changes in our behaviors and our activities and our eating habits than we normally have for the rest of the year, right? Christmas comes just once a year. And so we indulge a lot during that time. And we have New Year's as well right afterwards. So there's a lot going on in our lives right now. And we often don't prioritize a lot of the things that we did maybe a couple months ago or even for the rest of the year. And it's not uncommon to not prioritize our health during this time of year. And I'm not saying that we shouldn't enjoy the season and enjoy all of the things that it has to bring us because I do wholeheartedly believe that there is a balance there and there's plenty of room for enjoyment and indulgence at this time of year. But I also don't believe that we should be throwing aside our health for the sake of tradition or for the sake of any holiday in particular, um, just because it's not doing you any favors. And 
we typically end this season or these holidays feeling tons of guilt, feeling terrible about ourselves, feeling all of these other symptoms like, you know, we end up with indigestion or brain fog or bloating and all of these undesirable things that, you know, in the moment may feel worth it to enjoy those things, but in the long term, it's really not that enjoyable. So again, there's a balance, but overall, there's a lot going on in our lives right now. And it's not unnatural to kind of, you know, tend to put our health on the back burner and all of these changes that we're going through take a toll on our immune system. We're often consuming a much higher amount of inflammatory foods this time of year than any other, many of which are refined grains, much more sugar, and typically even a higher level of alcohol than we maybe normally do than the rest of the year, right? And then you have all of the stress that is happening in our lives right now. Not only just the normal transitional stress of getting off of summer break, getting back into routines, getting the kids out the door on time, helping them with their homework, creating meals for busy weeks, taking care of our own stuff, our own careers, uh, whatever else we have going on, taking care of the house, getting the groceries, taking the kids to all the extracurricular activities, all these things. You know all these things that you're doing in your normal life that's already a pretty heavy burden of stress. And then add on top of that, everything that we put on ourselves to do over the holidays getting ready for Halloween, getting the costumes, getting the decorations, all of the things that we just went through. Now we're thinking about Thanksgiving. What are we going to do for Thanksgiving? What are we going to cook? Is family coming in? If they are, you have to prepare for that. Or if you're traveling to a new place, you have to make travel plans. Travel is stressful. We all know how stressful travel is. So if you're traveling or waiting for loved ones to come in and travel, that's a big stressor right there buying all the food for Thanksgiving, planning all of that. Um, Again, if you're traveling or someone's traveling to you, you may have to plan the rest of the week or the weekend. What are you going to do? Where are things going to happen? All of that sort of thing. Um, And this can be said for Christmas too as well. If you're traveling for Christmas or or any of that kind of stuff, it applies to all of that. Um, You know, and then we have Christmas season or December holidays where we're, you know, shopping and buying gifts and celebrating a lot of things. We're, you know, typically going out to eat more or eating these foods that we're not used to eating or indulging in a lot of things that we're not used to indulging in. Um, We may even be cooking more because we're baking and we're wanting to create these things for our family and all that stuff. So I can go on and on of talking about stressors that are happening at this time of year. It's a really long list and I'm sure you know that already and I'm sure that you feel that already. So all of this being said, the point that I'm trying to make after all of that is I don't think that it's a coincidence that we are sick more at this time of year than any other time of year. All of these things that I just mentioned, stress level, busyness, lack of being outside, eating these foods that cause inflammation in our bodies, not prioritizing our health and not thinking about it as much. All of these things stress out our immune system. And we're kind of doing a lot of them all at the same time. So it's no wonder that our immune system has trouble keeping up and has trouble doing its job to keep us safe and healthy right now. 
because it's distracted with other things. It's busy trying to juggle all of these things that are going on. And if you're a mom, you can relate to this a little bit because think about all of the different jobs that you have to juggle in one day and sometimes all at once. If you have multiple kids that all need something from you at the same time and you're trying to cook dinner and you're trying to maybe do laundry and dishes and you're also thinking about grocery shopping and what's going to be for dinner tomorrow and getting the kids ready for school tomorrow and did you wash that laundry or not and the kid needs help with their homework and 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 all of the things and you're being pulled in 20 different directions at one time how effective are you being at doing any one of those jobs probably not very right probably not doing the best job at any of those things really we're just doing a little bit of each and we're getting distracted and maybe now dinner's burning or we forgot to move the laundry into the dryer and so <laughs> we have to go fix that and, and all of these things right so that's kind of how your immune system or to be honest any of your body systems that is doing a lot of different jobs and is taking care of a lot of different things feels when it's got a lot going on it can't really focus on one thing it can't focus on just the few jobs that it needs to do it's trying to juggle all of it and that kind of makes it to where none of it is happening super great right so that's exactly how it works and um, I think it's important to remember that and this makes us more susceptible to invaders and sicknesses and longer recovery time to be honest so it's really important to just note these things and pay attention and know that they're not doing nothing. They're not, you know, not affecting our, our bodies. They absolutely are. Now that we've talked about all of that, I'm going to give you five things that you can do to support your immune system through cold and flu season. And honestly, these tips work all year long because like I said, your immune system is working all year long. So these are habits that you can carry with you on into next year as well. But specifically, I do want to focus on this time of year when a lot of us are getting sick and we're often looking for things we can do to avoid sickness or at least shorten that recovery time, help our immune system be strong so it can fight off those invaders and those viruses that are going around this time of year. So here we go. Five things you can do to support your immune system during cold and flu season. Number one, make sure you're getting in enough fiber. Prebiotic fiber is going to feed those good bacteria in your gut. And a healthy gut is going to stimulate your immune system. In fact, the majority of our immune system relies on what's going on in our gut. So if we're having dysregulation there and things are not happening the way they should be, then our immune system is going to suffer. Getting in a good amount of healthy whole food sources of fiber is a really good way to help support our gut and therefore support a healthy, strong immune system. Okay, tip number two balance your macros. This can be especially hard during this time of year. When the weather gets cooler, we tend to reach for a lot more of those comfort foods that are very carb heavy and not always necessarily very balanced. So it's really important to have a good balance, a good even balance of carbohydrates, proteins, and fats. They all have different jobs that they do. 
And without all three in a good balance, we're going to have all kinds of crazy blood sugar levels, especially if we're leaning mostly towards carbs, which most of us do. High carb meals spike our blood sugar. And if we're not adding in the proteins and fats to level that out, we're going to have blood sugar that's just all over the place. And dysregulation in our blood sugar is going to cause immune stress as well. That's just another one of those stressors that our immune system has to deal with. So let's control the stressors as much as we can where we can. And balancing our macros at every meal is something that we can do. And not only comfort food, but most of the things that we eat this time of year at the holidays as well, like if you think about, you know, especially through the month of December, there's lots of sweets and cookies and treats and cakes and all the things that we tend to reach for for Christmas and for the holidays. Um, We have lots of um, even like hot cocoa and oh my gosh, the Starbucks menu in its entirety is so heavy on the carbs and the sugar. And we really don't think about like getting some fats and proteins typically when we're going to get a cookie, some protein and some fats um, are going to balance out that treat or have a cookie after you eat a full meal, have it after dinner or after lunch or with your lunch, but not, you know, two hours after lunch when it's by itself, because then you're going to have those, those unbalanced macros. So um, pairing sweets and treats at this time of year with some fats and some proteins, going to keep your macros balanced, going to keep your blood sugar in a happy spot. And it's going to be one less stressor on your immune system. All right, tip number three, reduce the amount of inflammatory foods that you're consuming as much as possible. A lot of the seasonal type things that we see come out that, you know, we get really excited about and we indulge in because they're once a year type things. Most of them are highly inflammatory. Things like processed and refined foods of all types, especially carbs, sugar, high fructose corn syrup, vegetable and seed oils like canola oil. Um, They have a high omega-6 to omega-3 ratio, causing inflammation and consuming a high amount of alcohol, which a lot of us do this time of year. So all of these habits can be highly inflammatory to our bodies. And inflammation is a huge stressor on our immune system. So just being aware of this and reducing the amount of these foods that we're eating as much as possible, trying to find healthy alternatives is going to be so incredibly beneficial for your immune system. Okay, tip number four, try to avoid going through periods of either overeating or undereating because both of these stress our bodies out. Unfortunately, a lot of us do these things on purpose um, or, you know, we reason with ourselves and we end up, you know, avoiding eating, for example, because we're saving room for something else, right? Skipping breakfast on Thanksgiving, for example, because you're saving all the room for the big meal at the end of the day is one of the worst things that we can do. It's so much better for our bodies in their entirety to eat something in the morning. At the very least, some healthy proteins and some good fats getting in your body, keeping you going throughout the day so that you're not going through these really big blood sugar dips and, um, you know, hitting your whole system with a ton of food at once after it's been starved for almost an entire day. Um, Which brings me to the other half of the equation, right? Overeating. 
We overindulge very often in the holidays. And if it's not just on, you know, big days like Thanksgiving, for example, um, it can also just be and any time or another that we're celebrating during this time of year. So overindulging on sweets because we only get to eat them once in a while, only one time of year. They're only here once, you know, once a year or overeating a certain dish that maybe a family member makes um, because we don't get to have it very often. And this is not to say to not indulge in those things, especially things that are part of a tradition for you that make you really happy. Absolutely enjoy them. But it would be so much better for us to save some leftovers and really get to stretch that enjoyment out over a couple days um, than to try and get it all in at once. All right, tip number five. Like we mentioned at the beginning of this episode, stress itself in all forms affects our immune system. And when we're under lots of stress for any reason, it's definitely taking a negative toll on that immune system. Stress obviously includes work or family stress, like all the things we mentioned earlier, but it can also mean things like lack of sleep or even overtraining or over um, like working out or working out too hard maybe for, um, you know, compared to the other levels of stress that you have going on in your life Um, and overworking, which a lot of us find ourselves doing this time of year as well. So the best tip I can give you here is just find ways to help reduce that stress and find more enjoyment as much as you can. Stress reduction can look like so many things. It's different for everyone and there's honestly countless different options for things that you can do, Um, but I'll give you just a couple of them. Getting outside and reconnecting with nature, getting some fresh air is hands down one of the best things you can do. Our bodies thrive off of this and we feel amazing when we're done. Doing this as often as we possibly can is extremely beneficial. Even if it's just five minutes, 15 minutes, maybe 30 minutes or an hour if you can. Go out, take a walk around the block, take a break, take some deep breaths. Do this as much as you can throughout the day. It can really, really help with those stress levels. And if you have the time and the ability, go out and get, you know, go on a hike or go take your kids and your dog to the park and go walk around for a little bit. Um, Anything you can do to just get outside, get some fresh air and um, get those, get that movement in your body. It's going to help you de-stress, get those endorphins and feel really, really good. Find some time for yourself as much as you can. And also don't be afraid to ask for help with anything, whether that's help cooking or grocery shopping or planning or decorating and putting things together for the house or even help with your kids so you can just get a break. Oftentimes when we think of stress relief, we think of, you know, maybe going and getting a massage or drinking a warm cup of tea or taking a bath and all of these things are great. And if that is something that is helpful for you, absolutely do it. For me, going to the grocery store by myself is a huge stress reliever (laughs) Um, because I enjoy grocery shopping. I actually do. And when I don't have everyone there, again, pulling me in different directions and wanting my attention um, all at the same time, I can relax and enjoy that process. So find what works for you. 
find ways to reduce that stress as much as you can. So tip number one, make sure you're getting enough fiber, especially those prebiotic fibers to help feed that healthy bacteria in your gut and keep your immune system really happy and really strong. Number two, balance those macros with every meal as often as possible. Healthy fats and protein at every meal. No naked carbs, not gonna do you any favors. Absolutely enjoy those cookies, that pie, the treats, but pair it with some protein and fats. Number three, reduce the amount of inflammatory foods that you're consuming as much as possible. Pay attention to the back of those ingredients, um, on the back of the labels, find alternatives as much as possible, and as a general rule of thumb, just aim for eating most of the foods that you're enjoying in their whole unprocessed form for as many meals as you can. Number four, avoid going through periods of overeating or undereating. We should be eating breakfast, lunch, dinner, maybe a couple of snacks throughout the day at a pretty balanced time, um, not going long periods without food and also not letting ourselves get to the point that we're so hungry that we end up overeating. And number five, find ways that work for you to reduce stress and to enjoy more during this holiday season. Okay, so there you have it. Some simple ways to support your immune system through cold and flu season. If you've enjoyed this episode, feel free to share it with your friends. I would love to get the podcast out to as many people as possible. So take a screenshot of this episode, send it to a friend, or better yet, share it on Instagram, share it in your stories. And don't forget to tag me at Danica Mills Wellness. Once again, thanks so much for hanging out for me today. I hope you learned so much from this episode and you feel empowered during this season and you feel like you're ready to take it on. And of course, I hope this cold and flu season leaves you feeling a little more nourished. I'll see you next time. Thanks so much for hanging out with me today. If you'd like to find out a little more about nutritional therapy and what working with me looks like, or to book a free discovery call with me, you can head on over to my website, danicamills.com forward slash coaching, and you can find out all the info over there. Before you go, make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you can receive new episodes right when they're released. Have a wonderful rest of your week, and I will see you next time.